everyone, and a very warm welcome to Grow Your Own Way, a podcast for anyone looking to reclaim the power of their own personal growth and be exactly who they want to be. I'm your host, Kevin Roberts, and I am a coach, learning and development professional, and growth geek who genuinely gets joy out of helping people become the best versions of themselves. Throughout this podcast, we aim to give everyone the belief that there is no one right way to grow, and hopefully we will inspire and motivate people to forge their own paths and in turn, live a life that is true to them. In today's episode, we ask the question, what does your roadmap look like? Uh, With a lot of talk recently about roadmaps on the news, we're reminded just how important plans are to our own journey. So we're going to look at what lessons we can learn from those announced roadmaps and also see how we can use those lessons to unlock our own personal growth. So if you're ready, let's get started. So you may have already guessed where the inspiration for today's episode has stemmed from. Uh, But with all of the talk of governments announcing roadmaps, I thought it would be a great topic to jump on. Now, don't worry, this is not an episode of me discussing my thoughts about the plans. I wouldn't put anyone through that. Instead, it's, it's me sharing my thoughts on the whole concept of a roadmap. And maybe more importantly, how we can learn some lessons from what we've seen and apply them to our own growth journeys. So as soon as the date of the roadmap announcement was confirmed, I I was very eager to hear what was in store, as I'm sure millions of other people were too. And as you can imagine, plans and roadmaps make up an awful large proportion of my day job. Uh, So when there's a national one, my interest was always going to be piqued. I love talking about plans with people. I love seeing ideas turn into actions. And I am genuinely really invested in people's growth. But as as the roadmap announcement loomed, uh, I started to think about that, about the concept of this plan and started asking, why do I care so much about this plan in particular? I mean, it it wasn't one that I'd had any input into. It wasn't one that I really have a direct impact on. So what was making me this excited? And I'm sure my response is is very similar to a lot of people, but it it wasn't the plan that was actually getting me excited. Instead, it was what the plan was giving me. So the plan was giving me freedom. It was giving me clarity. It was giving me a clearer picture of my future. And it's not just me who feels that way. You may be nodding along with me right now. Uh, And when I've spoken to other people, they feel exactly the same way. Yes, some people will disagree on the timings and some people will agree. Some think it's too slow. Some think it's too quick. But what's consistent is regardless of what they think about the specifics of the plan, everyone is excited. Like people are more optimistic. People are generally more positive. And that part really stood out for me amongst all of that joy, all of that optimism, all of that positivity came from a single roadmap, from a single plan. And that is a very powerful thing to say. One plan having such a positive impact on millions of people's lives. Definitely I'm going to be talking about this today. And like I said, I I often speak to people about their development plans. uh, And one of the things that I always find myself doing is it's it's almost justifying why plans are important and, and really trying to highlight the impact that a single plan can have. So when I see a roadmap having such a positive impact on the country, absolutely, I'm going to jump all over that and I'm going to record an episode about it, which is what I'm doing. So since the announcement, I've begun to ask people uh, a new question. And it's the same question to the title of this podcast episode. And it's the same question I'm going to ask you right now. And that is, what are you doing about your own roadmap? We're, we're all so excited about the larger scale plans, but what about your own future, your personal future and your own development plans? And now more than ever seems like that's such a relevant line of questioning. Now, I, a lot of what I talk about when helping people craft their roadmaps and a lot of what I'll talk about today is, is not new news. Uh, there may be a lot of things that you're already aware of, but I suppose a key thing I would love people to take away from today is the realization of how important our plans can be to our growth. 
So to do that, I started thinking about the government announcements uh, and I started to think, what lessons could we learn? And in turn, how could we apply those lessons to our growth? So I've managed to condense my thoughts into five very quick lessons and they are what I'm gonna share with you right now. So let's begin with lesson number one, which is definitely one that I've spoken quite a lot about before. I think most recently on the episode about New Year's resolutions, and it's to understand the why of your roadmap. So prior to the announcements, uh, there would have been some steps or some events that you were particularly interested in. There were some that would have meant more to you than any other to, to just your happiness and to your life. Maybe you wanted to know when the schools went back because your kids were really missing their friends, or maybe the homeschooling was just getting a bit too much. Maybe you wanted to know uh, when you could see another household or be allowed to have a coffee on a bench with a friend that you haven't seen in far too long. Uh, or maybe, just maybe, it's the restaurants and pubs finally reopening. Uh, I know an awful lot of people will be nodding along there. But what you've done is you've identified your why. Why this particular roadmap was important to you. Why was it going to benefit you? So our first lesson reminds us to focus on the why in our own growth. When creating your own roadmap or, or development plan, ask questions like, what are you excited about in your future? What would give you the most joy? What is important to you? What is it that you cannot wait to do or achieve? And when you have that strong why, you are more emotively connected to that goal, which in turn helps you visualize success, which in turn will help you keep, keep motivated and will help you stay motivated to achieve whatever you set out to do. So lesson number one that we take is find your why and be sure to aim towards something that fills you with joy and optimism. Now, lesson number two is to remember the impact that setting timescales can have. It's a really important lesson, this one. I think if, if we think back to before the announcements about the end of lockdown were made, we would have all been forgiven for having thoughts like, when will this end? How much longer do we have to do this? When will I see my friends and family again? I'm guessing we all had questions. And how did those questions make us feel? And generally, because we didn't have an end date or any idea what was going on down the road, Chances are we were filled with so much uncertainty in our lives. We felt that just so much was out of control. I know I felt that way, 100% I felt that way, as did a lot of the people that I spoke to. But just look at the impact that we've seen just by setting deadlines. Look at how people are feeling, knowing that there is a date that we can aim for. Uh, people are reclaiming the feeling of being in control. People can make plans and begin to look forward. And that is an incredible power that stems just from setting a deadline. And the reason this is such an important lesson is because far too often I talk to people about their goals and their aspirations and they don't put deadlines on them. They say things like, oh, I'd love to have that job someday or I'm determined to learn to speak French. I'm going to start running. All wonderful aspirations to have. But the lack of a deadline suggests they will do it someday. That's that magic word, someday. Uh, it suggests that we have goals, but we're not quite holding ourselves accountable to meet them. Um, and as you can guess, I, I've spoken many times about this. And, and whenever I, I hear the word someday, I always refer to a, a particular quote. Uh, it's from a, a Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz film called Night and Day. Uh, it's not a classic, but it's an enjoyable film. But during one of their conversations, Cameron Diaz talks of all the things that she would like to do someday. And Tom Cruise simply replies with something like, someday is a dangerous word. It's really just code for never. And that for me is such a powerful statement and one that I always like to share. Now, I think we all know the motivation that a deadline can give us. If you can't imagine that you have a piece of work to do, but you're given no deadline, you'll inevitably procrastinate. You'll find other more important things to do. However, what happens when you're given a deadline? I mean, that, that never fails to spark an extra level of motivation. 
you now have something to aim for and you know that you are going to be held accountable if you miss it. So lesson two is to do exactly the same with your own goals. Set yourself deadlines, set yourself a specific date where you'll reach your goal and hold yourself accountable. And then just see the impact that that has on your motivation. Because I promise you, if you keep saying, I'll do it one day, there's a big chance that day will never come. And whilst we're talking about setting these goals, um, it leads us quite swiftly into lesson three, which is about ensuring that your goals are achievable and manageable. So just to highlight this, imagine for a moment that we weren't given a roadmap of how we'd be leaving lockdown, but instead we were just told that all of this will end at the end of June. All restrictions will be gone and you can just carry on with life. If that was the announcement, how would it make you feel? I'm guessing there would be mixed responses. I mean, yes, it'd be nice to have that end date, but wow, God, four more months of this. How on earth am I going to manage that? Um, Likewise, if it announced that we went from lockdown to fully open, how would that make you feel? I mean, chances are, like I say, that would make a lot of people anxious and it would certainly create more uncertainty. But that's not what happened. Instead, the plans were shared in manageable chunks. They broke down that end goal into structured stages, with each stage having clear guidance, next steps and timescales. So what can we learn from that? Well, we can learn that no matter how big our goals are or how big our aspirations are, if we break them down into smaller, more manageable goals, we will be able to pick up speed on our own roadmap. Now, those things we said that we wished we could achieve but just seem too far away, all of a sudden, they're now a bit more easily accessible through a series of planned and timed steps. So do it now. Think about something that you want to achieve. Think about a goal that you want to work for and just ask how far away is it? If it seems too far, instead of being disheartened and putting it to one side, try breaking it down into smaller, more manageable chunks and smaller, more manageable goals. And a great example to bring this to life is uh, if you wanted to run a marathon. Now, I use this example because I do hear people say this an awful lot. They, they'd love to be able to run a marathon someday, that magic word again. But for a non-runner, that journey is just too far. The, the bridge from where they are now to where they want to be is just too great. So it stays as an aspiration. It stays as something, oh, they just imagine it. It'll be lovely maybe one day. But what if they broke down their goals? So instead of saying, I want to run 26 miles, they focus on running 5K. Now that is a far more manageable goal. And one the NHS Couch to 5K app says can be achieved in nine weeks as well. Now that sounds very achievable and very realistic. And then what you find is once that 5K is in the bank, well, what comes next? You can go up to 8K and then 12K and so on and so on and so on. So this is a great lesson to learn. So, so next, try it. Next time you're, you're looking at your own goals, try breaking them down into more manageable chunks. Now, if that manageable chunk is a week, two weeks, a month, that's down to you. But it's what makes it manageable for you. Very important to remember that. And what you'll find is instead of thinking, oh, that spending the next six months saying someday I'll do that, by setting these mini goals and making someday today, in six months time, you'll actually be able to celebrate just how far you've grown because you've set those mini goals. Uh, so how many lessons have we done so far? That's three, so on to lesson four, which is actually a lesson that the government seems to have learned themselves, and that is to be clear and specific. So if we cast our mind back to last year, when restrictions originally began to be lifted, there was seemingly a lot of ambiguity about the rules, which led to people arguing and judging each other and kind of accusing each other of breaking rules. But the way I saw it is the issue necessarily wasn't with the people. The issue was around the lack of clarity of the rules. And thankfully, that is something that they've learned for this roadmap. So now that they've, they've set the guidelines out, we know exactly what to expect at each step. There's no fuzziness. They've ended that scotch egg debate. 
The steps and guidelines are clear and specific. Each step lists exactly what is going to happen. So learn from that, and when you set your own goals, be very clear about what you want to achieve. Make sure that your own deadlines, your own goals are very specific. Be specific about what success looks like to you. And that includes the deadline as well. Change it with things like, I wanna run 5K in under 30 minutes by June 30th. That is a very specific goal. It's clear, it's concise, and it is a great way to hold yourself accountable. And one of the biggest lessons about this, when we kind of think about the restrictions being lifted, if there was any space for wiggle room, as there was last year, people will find it. So match that to your goals. If you leave any wiggle room in your own goals to kind of get away with it or find a loophole, you'll find it. So, so don't give yourself that out. Make sure that your goals are specific and hold yourself accountable to meeting them. And I, I, to kind of bring this episode to a close then, I'll, I'll share like the fifth and final lesson. And the reason I'll finish on this one is it's because it's almost a summary lesson. And it's simply to remember to have a plan. So think about how you felt when there was no plan in place to come out of lockdown and how you felt once that plan was confirmed. I'm going to take a guess that there is a big difference in the way that you were feeling. So why not consciously make that decision to feel more in control, to feel more positive, to feel more optimistic and create your own roadmap. And it's important to remember that it's your roadmap. You're responsible for it. No one else. The whole point of this podcast is to encourage you to grow your own way. Don't rely on someone else to write your roadmap for you. Do it yourself, make it personal to you. That will allow you to set goals that meet your own why. And remember, set those specific goals, break them down into manageable chunks and set those all important deadlines. And maybe, just maybe, your own growth roadmap will be the one to get excited about this year. And that brings us to the end of today's episode with my five lessons uh, from recent announcements and how we can easily replicate them to unlock your own personal growth. Uh, I hope you found them useful and I hope that this has inspired you to create your own roadmap. I've been hearing a lot recently from listeners. Uh, My basics board on Instagram seemed to be a great hit, so thanks for that. Please continue to connect with me. I love seeing people's growth journeys, I really do. Uh, This could be tagging the Instagram page with your own roadmaps, could be sharing a screenshot of the podcast with your key takeaway, or even reach out to me directly just to let me know your thoughts. Of course, we have the usual podcasty requests. Uh, It'll be great if you could rate the show and leave a review. Uh, The last one I read almost brought a tear to my eye, so thanks for that. And remember to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. But for now, I want to say thank you so much for listening. I I truly appreciate every single listener this podcast has. So thank you for everyone who tunes in. I hope that you all stay safe and well, and I will speak to you on the next episode of Grow Your Own Way. Goodbye.